Hello and welcome to the podcast. So today I wanted to talk about essentially becoming the version of you that has the results and the outcome of your goals that you desire. So a lot of times when people think about achieving their goal, they just are really focused on the outcome, which can lead to, you know, impatience or just hyper-focus on the outcome. And then you're looking for quick fixes, which really never end up getting you the actual outcome that you desire because quick fixes They're quick fixes for a reason, right? Like if something seems a little too good to be true, usually it is. They're not usually sustainable. And usually if they're a quick fix of some sort, it's because it's skipping over foundational aspects of what it really takes or what you actually need to get to your end result. So in the frame of health and fitness, this can look like, you know, crash dieting going on a a really harsh diet, a really restrictive diet in order to get the results that you want. And for a variety of reasons and all sorts of different scenarios, this usually ends up looking like people not being able to stick with it, or even if they are able to stick with it for a period of time, once they stop doing that thing, because it's not sustainable, people not only tend to regain the weight back, but it's not uncommon to see people gain even more weight than they were at to start with. So if we look at what this means more big picture, like taking a more zoomed out approach, really zooming out and looking at what the implications of this are, you know, let's say six months to a year down the road after you do the quick fix diet, you're where you were before you even started. So all that effort that you put in, all the discomfort that you went through, didn't really do anything for you. You probably didn't learn anything from it, except from maybe not to do that again. Whereas if you were to go the more sustainable route, which really means becoming the person who does the things that actually get you to that outcome and is able to sustain that outcome six months to a year after you go through the sustainable dieting phase because you've become that person you're still that person you still have those results and so while when we're here in the present and for whatever reason we're very motivated to make a change to our body you know maybe we're really uncomfortable in it we don't like how we feel You know, there's so many different reasons that can lead us to feel motivated to change our body in some way. And because we don't feel comfortable, we want it to change as quickly as possible. We want to get to that end result now so we can feel how we think we want to feel or how we think getting that result is going to make us feel. And because we're letting more of the emotions drive the actions, we just want to get there as soon as possible which is normal. That's a normal human thing to go through, to experience. But this is where we have to learn to get in touch with our emotions, realize that we're having that emotional experience, and realize that we don't have to act based on those emotions. We can feel those emotions and want the quick fix and want things to be changed tomorrow or in three weeks. But then we have to 
I like to call this coaching ourselves. You have to let, you can call it maybe the logical, practical side of you come in and say, yeah, we're feeling that way. Emotionally, we want things to change ASAP. But let's take a second to look at the big picture. Let's zoom out a little bit, zoom out of the emotions that we're feeling in this present moment and see that the more sustainable approach is going to actually get us what we want, whereas the quick fix going to the extremes probably isn't. You know, for different reasons, messaging, our psychology, when we think of, and I'm just going to keep it with the, the weight loss example, because I feel like that's an example many people can at least understand and then can apply it to other things. When we think of weight loss, okay, I, I want to lose weight. A lot of people will turn to, okay, that means I need to go on a health kick or I need to eat, I'm going to say, quote unquote, healthier. I need to start randomly being way more active than I've been. And, but we see it more as like a phase, this like big upheaval in our lifestyle, right? Going on that health kick. I'm going to cut out X, Y, and Z. I'm going to stop eating X, Y, and Z. I'm going to start eating all these fruits and vegetables. And what I see is like healthy food. And it's like in our brains, we see it more as like a on and off switch. We're either like on a health kick and then maybe when we're either tired of it or get the results that we wanted or are not seeing the results that we wanted, we go back to the off switch and go right back to just our normal daily routines and habits. And then that's how people get in this cycle of being on and off diets for the rest of their lives, right? Because you never really became the person who is that type of person, who lives the lifestyle, who does the things. And that's just part of who you are, part of your identity, who really sustainably gets those results, which equals keeping the results, right? If you continue to be that person. But we usually, when we transform into becoming a version of ourselves who does X, Y, and Z, it's not an overnight thing like I think a lot of us tend to think. It's not, okay, you know what? I'm tired of where I am. I'm deciding I really want to go all in. And tomorrow I'm magically going to be this person who lives a completely different life. And I don't think that that's completely worth dismissing. I definitely do think that there can be a point in trying that. And just really letting certain things go and choosing to be the type of person who now does X, Y, and Z. And for some people, I do think that that can work. Maybe not to the full 100% extent, but I think it can help you bring in certain aspects. But really, the work of becoming a different version of yourself in whatever kind of way that is, whether it's becoming the type of person who does live a healthy and fit lifestyle or becoming the person who's really successful at your job or becoming the person who is more organized or who is cleaner or the person who has more self-love and self-respect. It's really not an overnight thing. It's a bunch of little things that end up accumulating over time 
And it's not as noticeable as you may think. It's usually one day we look back and realize, oh, I do things a lot more differently now than I used to, which I think can sometimes make it a little bit more difficult when it comes to, you know, motivation and inspiration because we usually feel there's a lot of things that can play into motivation, but I know one driving force of motivation is seeing progress. And so if things happen slowly in a way that we usually only notice the difference when we kind of look back, it's harder to see the progress. This is where you can be very intentional with looking at markers of progress. And tracking data is one of the best ways to do that because our memory recall really isn't that great. We're really great at letting our emotions take over and form our perspectives. So whatever it is that you may be working on becoming the person who does X, Y, and Z, I highly recommend tracking some form of metric to see progress in that area. And there's all kinds of ways to do this. You know, you can journal about it. Today, I did X, Y, and Z, and I felt X, Y, and Z. And then over time, you can look back and see, oh, wow, okay, I completely forgot that this is what I used to do on a daily basis, or this is how I felt on a daily basis. And that's not my experience anymore. That's really cool. You know, in terms of body composition change, this is where people, you can track your body circumference measurements. You can take pictures. You can track your weight. I think looking at daily habits is also such a great way to do this. You know, you can have a habit tracker of some sorts and just bubble things in as you do them. Smaller stuff, right? Not, oh, did I lose weight today? Oh, did I do things perfectly today? Did I stay perfectly on track? But okay, maybe I'm working on healthier habits. And so maybe that means I'm tracking. Did I eat vegetables with dinner today? And did I get 7,000 steps? And did I hit my protein goal for the day? And they can be even smaller than that. Did I drink a glass of water when I woke up this morning? Did I eat some high-protein food with my breakfast this morning? Did I go for a five-minute walk? You know, different things will work for different people. But realize that so much of achieving a specific goal or becoming the person who does, who has the results that you want to have means becoming the person who has the results that you want to have. And really, that's in the very small daily actions and choices that you make. And so you can look at it from that way. And this takes practice and effort. And and I think it may be a little bit more intermediate, right? Because you have to really develop a sense of self-awareness and paying attention to, you know, your actions, your thoughts, your emotions before you can get here and do this consistently. But I really love looking at things through the lens of as you go about your day, as you start to become more aware of your thoughts and feelings and actions throughout the day, where can you start to take more pauses instead of just reacting how you normally would to an emotion? or to a specific circumstance, or just purely out of habit. You know, every time I get home, I just automatically 
kick off my shoes and lay on the couch. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but as an example of a habit, something that you just innately tend to do because you've been doing it for a while, where can you start to give yourself a little bit more space between having certain thoughts come up, having certain feelings come up, doing certain actions, and any of those leading to another specific thought, feeling, or action? Giving yourself a moment to pause and think from the space, what would my future self do? Or what would the version of me who gets the results that I desire, what would they do? Going along with the weight loss example, you know, what would the version of me who actually achieves this goal do? Even if you don't do it, a great first step after the self-awareness is even just allowing your brain space to go there and to think about that. Then maybe the next level is actually following through with some of those. You know, so I know I personally really thrive off examples and I'm just making up all of this as I go. I don't do any kind of transcripts. Maybe I should do notes. I don't know. But let's look at this just as a hypothetical step-by-step process. So let's say you're currently working on fat loss. We'll say fat loss instead of weight loss. So you are taking and working on taking a more strategic approach to lose fat while trying to keep as much muscle as you can. And you're choosing that you want to go down the route of becoming the kind of person who not only reaches your goal, but then can sustain it. So all your efforts, everything you're going through, truly does lead to the outcome that you desire in terms of your body composition. So we'll say step one is cultivating more self-awareness. Pay attention to your thoughts throughout the day. Pay attention to your emotions. Pay attention to the, the things that you actually do throughout the day. I love to tell my clients to think about themselves as scientists. You are just a scientist in a lab collecting data, right? We don't have to make anything mean, good, or bad. We're just observing data. We can look at things through a very neutral lens. So as we're just simply paying attention and observing, again, we don't have to make anything mean anything, good or bad, or right or wrong. We're just noticing what we do. And it's not only what we think, what we feel, how we act, but it's how those all end up playing into each other. You know, what comes after those things? Okay, so I notice when I think this, I end up doing this or I feel this way. You know, like I notice every time as soon as I come home, I automatically go to the fridge and start snacking. It's just something I do automatically. It's kind of mindless and I usually don't pick the greatest choice. Or I notice when I come home from work, I feel like this and that leads me to just sit on the couch right? We're just paying more attention to ourselves. We're observing. Once you start doing that and cultivating that skill, which can really help you learn a whole lot more about yourself. And I just want to also put in a reminder outside of viewing things from a neutral way, there's also the practice of coming at things with more self-compassion, right? And this this is part of the not seeing things as the good or bad or the right or wrong or, you know, something that you should feel guilty or shameful about. 
making sure that you have a level of self-compassion for yourself as well. You know, you are human and you can give yourself compassion and space and love to, to be what you are and do what you do. It's okay. But once you've started cultivating more self-awareness, looking at step two, step two would be to start thinking in terms of what would the version of me who gets these results do? And I'll reiterate, this doesn't mean that you have to choose that action. Maybe you're not quite there yet. Maybe that's too uncomfortable for you right now. Or maybe you you do follow it a couple times, but majority you don't. But you start looking at things through that lens. You start giving yourself the brain space to actually think in that way. So this could look like going out to eat with your friends and you actually sit there and pause and think, okay, what would the version of me who achieves my goal results, what would they choose in this moment? What would they choose in this scenario? Maybe they would choose to get a sparkling water instead of a margarita, or they would choose to pass on the chips and salsa, or they would probably order the specific meal on the menu. And again, maybe you're not there yet, but you're now developing even more awareness as to what it looks like to become that person. And then just in this scenario here, step three would be to start making choices more often from that place. And a lot of different things can go into this. What will help you choose from that place? Make those decisions from that place. Why do you want to become that person? Why do you want that outcome? How can you make choosing that thing an easier decision? This is where looking at different perspectives can help. Doing the work to get away from all or nothing thinking. Keeping your values in the forefront of your mind. Or again, having very specific daily habits that you're working on. Instead of just in general, trying to do all the things, what are a few specific things that you can track and pay attention to doing every single day until that becomes more of just who you are, part of your daily routine? And then you can start to bring in more actions that you work on. Sustainably achieving a certain outcome, result, or goal that you have really requires you to become the person who does the things that actually get to that result and continues to do that. It's in all the smaller decisions that you make every day. It's in the small changes that end up adding up over time. And it may not be the cool, sexy, flashy thing. And I think that's where some of us struggle, but that's what gets you there. You know, it's in the small, tiny little decisions. How are you responding to your emotions? How are you responding to certain thoughts that come up? It's not just about, did you have pizza and ice cream today? It's what do you do most of the time? And give yourself the space to respond differently than you have in the past or that you normally do. You know, a lot of times it doesn't look like one day you wake up and you're now the person who goes to the gym real consistently and goes really hard in the gym and tracks all their food and usually hits their numbers really well, always chooses the healthier option, always does what's best for them, which hint, hint, no one does, even if it looks like it from the outside. It could look like starting to become the person who wakes up and drinks a glass of water and then becoming the person who drinks water throughout the day and goes for a 10 minute walk every day. So try that out. Just try it out. Try out thinking from the lens of zooming out, thinking about the long term, which is something that we do have to practice doing. 
most of us are not innately great at thinking about more of the long term, right? We think based on how we feel or what we're experiencing in this present moment. So practice thinking long term, you know, zooming out, seeing more of the big picture and think about becoming the person who is, does and achieves what you're looking to be, to do or achieve. It might even be really helpful to sit there and write that out. Write out what you're looking to achieve, what kind of person you want to be. Write out what does that person do? What kind of choices do they make? How do they respond to things? And how can you start inching your way towards being that person? And there will be multiple steps involved, right? You're walking down a path. You're not making one jump and suddenly you're there. And our brains are so accustomed to what we're used to doing. Our brains love what's known and what's familiar. And so it's very easy to revert back to just what we are used to doing. And that goes for thoughts, feelings, and actions and behaviors. Or if we start doing things differently, your brain may send some kind of signal. It's like, oh, hey, no, like, let's not do this. I don't know about all this. That can show up as feeling a certain way, feeling uncomfortable, maybe feeling anxious, thinking, oh, do I really want to do this? To realize that that's normal. That's going to show up in some form or fashion. But you can let that up and continue to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Continue to work towards being a person who makes different kinds of decisions, starts to cultivate a different kind of lifestyle. But writing out some of these new actions that you're working on taking or, you know, the characteristics of your future self can help you keep it more top of mind to help remind your brain that that's the direction that you're going, that that's what you're working on becoming. It's real easy to let that just fall into the back of your head as you're just living your day to day. So maybe you write it out every morning. Maybe you write out a few of the things, you know, throughout the day. If I were to make a suggestion here, I would suggest picking just a couple of things, not maybe the whole picture, but maybe seeing the whole picture that you have in your head is helpful. And then you're focusing on just one or two of the things and you're having a reminder somewhere that that is what you're that that is the direction that you are working on going down. <laughs> Reminding yourself to be the person who drinks water when you wake up. Reminding yourself to be the person who takes a 10-minute walk after lunch. Reminding yourself to be the person who picks a more balanced option when you go out to eat. I'm not saying that any of those things are like what you have to specifically do, but just as examples. So I hope this was helpful. I would love to hear... If anyone had any thoughts or revelations come up while listening to this, you know, you can message me on Instagram at Brianna French underscore, or you can take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag me and let me know what you thought. You can even just email me what you thought. I would love to hear it. I would love to have a conversation about it. I love connecting with people. And if you found any benefit from this or any other of my episodes, it would really help out if you were to go and leave a rating or review on either Spotify or Apple. That is all so, so appreciated. So with that, I hope you have a great day and I will see you in the next episode.